Slim and the Biscuit, episode 32. You will notice the uh, man to my left of the screen is uh, looking a little bit different. He's got a better jawline, better hair, better looks, a little taller, and uh, quite frankly, just an all-around great guy. I know what you're wondering. What happened to Pat? We will get into that in a second. Long story short, uh, Pat is not going to be joining us for this week's podcast. No, he's not dead. I know a lot of people are going to be wondering that. Uh, he was released from the Worcester Railers uh, a couple days ago. A lot of people were messaging him and I about that, which we'll get into next week. That's his story to tell. And uh, he was picked up by a new team. So we're going to carry that. We're going to pick that up next week. For this week's episode, I'm going to be running solo. It is me and our guest this week, Dylan Kelly. DK goes by. He is a uh, stud in the SPHL. The only goalie that I know on this planet that I've actually met in person who's bigger than me. Guy's 6'6", six, six, an absolute monster. So a lot of people commenting, Trav, you know, you look really big in your gear. You look sharp. You look huge. Wait till you see this guy in action. This guy literally blocks the entire net. I'm not kidding you. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of focus is going to be like the minors of pro hockey. Just, a, just the gong show that comes with it. Pat's experiencing it. Pat's living it, which is why he's not here today. But uh, we got to do through some housekeeping stuff as always. We got a couple shoutouts, a couple uh, viewers of the week as always. Quick little shout out to uh, DoorDash Pete, uh, DK. Pat is a Uber driver, was an Uber driver, and he loves Pete, who works DoorDash. He delivers orders, listens to the podcast, great guy. And then we have Lucas, who is our uh, listener of the week, uh, delivers for GFS, Gordon Food Service, listens to the pod while he's delivering stuff. And also a uh, shout out to uh, Alex from A Design. Uh, he made a uh, brand new, awesome YouTube channel banner for uh, our podcast. So shout out to you, buddy, if anybody wants to get some graphics done, check out Alex. We'll put a link in the uh, listener notes. Anyway, DK, how you doing, brother? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing well, man. I'm stoked to finally have you on the podcast. We had to push back uh, a couple times. Um, we wanted to talk, well, me and Pat wanted to talk to you about like, just the gong show of you know playing minor pros and whatnot. Unfortunately, it's just me and you today because Pat's not here. So give people just a little introduction as to like where you're from, like where you're playing, like what, like who is Dylan Kelly? Who is DK? Because I know who you are, but a lot of people may not. All right. Yeah. So my name is Dylan Kelly. Uh, I go by DK. Um, you may have seen me on Instagram as DK, the mobility guy, but I'm in my fourth season of pro hockey, currently playing in the SBHL, the Southern Professional Hockey League uh, with the Macon Mayhem down in Macon, Georgia. So uh, we're only a couple weeks in right now. We're, uh, I think, exactly five games in. Five games in now. So season's still getting rolling. Um, but I've probably been in Macon for about a month now, month and a half almost, um, just with, like, training camp and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, man, super excited to be here. I know we tried to do it a couple months ago, but wanted to wait and, and kind of do it during the season. And I think that was definitely a good move, uh, a little bit more to talk about than just, you know, the summer grind. So, uh, yeah, man, super stoked to be here. Yeah, dude, getting all the nitty-gritty, the juicy stuff uh, of the minor stuff. I, I wanted to start off with, obviously, you played in the Fed, um, I signed a ticket in the Fed for a very short period of time. What, like, what's the craziest thing you've seen happen in the Fed? Because like the Fed is constantly on bar down, like like the bench clearing brawl where the coach went to the other team's bench two years ago. Yeah, man. Okay, so, uh, dude, the craziest thing I've seen in the Fed. Um, first, I'd have to say it's what's what's the what's hey what's the Canadian what's the Canadian Junior League that they call the jungle up there? Oh, the GMHL, the Outlaw League. Yeah. Okay. So I would have to say if they, if you had to title a minor pro league as the jungle, it would be the Fed. Yeah, um, yeah. But probably, I guess my one of my best stories would be my very first experience in the Fed. So like first time, like going on a road, playing playing a game, 
Um, I don't want to name drop teams or anything like that, but uh, we're on a road trip, uh, you know, play two games there. We split the weekend. We're on our way home. Um, and uh, <laughs> this with this older guy who had been around for, for a minute, he's played, he's a seasoned fed guy. Um, is just crushing whiskey in the back of the bus. Um, finishes like a, like a full half gal or something, just taking it straight down the gullet. And before you know it, like we're watching a movie, it's, it's getting late. It was a longer bus trip. So like guys are sleeping and uh, a few hours goes by. This guy's sitting right across from me. Granted, I'm new to the team. I don't know a single guy. I just got like, I, I probably got to the team the day before the road trip. So I, I pretty much did morning skate with the guys, hopped on a bus, played these two games. Now I'm hopping back like to, uh, to where we were playing. So, um, I'm not really talking to anyone. Don't know anybody. This guy's sitting across from me, just crushing whiskey. KO's in his seat. And then like a couple hours later, he just starts hawking chunks on the floor, like in his sleep. He's puking on the floor of the bus. I like, don't know what to do. Like all the lights are off. Like it's, it's probably, I don't know, four or five in the three, four or five in the morning at this point, like a couple hours left to go until we're home. And I just like turned behind me. I had a like a veteran guy, like leader behind me. I was like, man, like, dude, what's this guy doing? He's like yakking on the floor. Like, so he like goes over there, like taps him. He's like, man, what the hell are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. Like gets him to clean his stuff up. He's just like wiping up all this stuff, like half asleep, pissed drunk, like cleaning up the puke. And then all was fine. Like, no hard, no uh, no harm, no foul. I guess he ended up getting traded. I think the week that <laughs> that next week. Um, but I'm not honestly. I think the worst part about the story is I'm not even sure the reason he was traded was for that incident. Like I think he was getting traded regardless, and I don't really think that played a role into the decision at all. But uh, that was like my first bad experience, and then um, I guess probably the <laughs> one of the. Another crazy story I've got was, uh, and I'll name drop these guys. This is pretty funny. We were doing, it would have been last year. Um, we were in, we were in Danbury waiting for the season to start. And you're playing for Danbury at this point in time, right? I was, yes. I was playing for Danbury. I was supposed to. So this was last season. We were there for about a month, like getting ready for the season. Then they had to pull the plug. Like they just couldn't make it work, make a season work. So then we became lone players. And that's where I, that's when I went to Elmira. Um, uh, so we're there and we're doing an inter squad game against like the NA team that's there. Uh, just for fun, like the same ownership, whatever. We're having a good time. Well, these guys start chirping, chirping a little bit, right? Like you guys are in the Fed, just ripping boys apart. You got kids like looking to go Z1 and whatnot, right? So there's some ego there, like back and forth. And at the same time, you got some Fed egos that are like, I'm not letting this little kid like tell me I suck at hockey. Like, <laughs> you know, so. Um, it's starting to get a little chippy and then all of a sudden like pucks in our end i turned down and look at the other end of the ice here's uh their na goalie um who's a great dude he's in my program uh one of the nicest kids i i know dude is this the kid you pumped on instagram no 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 no, uh, no? okay, so the okay. Kid, he's, playing, he's a goalie he's a goalie in um he's a goalie in danbury on their na team his name is josh seeley um super nice kid but he's tough as nails too so i look down and here's here's seely squaring up with this rookie on her team steven Lonner. and him and his brother are twins they were both in danbury um they went on to play all last year uh, in a couple different spots in the fed they're both in the sp this year both of them awesome dudes 
Um, and also just like awesome players, like they were referred to as the Hanson brothers of the, of the, of the Fed and the SP last year. These guys are electric, good hockey players. Like they have skill, they can play the game the right way, but they are not afraid to throw hands and they'll fight anybody. <laughs> and sure enough, I looked down here, Steve Leonard squaring up with this junior, like this NA goalie <laughs> and they just start teeing off on each other in an inner squad game. It was oh, dude. I guess you kind of had to be there, but um, is is the footage online? Is the footage on YouTube? No, no, no. This this wasn't. This was like this was preseason. This was like there wasn't any, any games. This was just like inner squad, like for fun, just to get everyone kind of like some game like action. I mean, if you're prepping for the Fed, that is game like action. <laughs> yeah, right. Here's here's a Fed rookie making a name for himself by scrapping the null goalie. <laughs> It was a great, it was, uh, it was pretty funny. And they laughed about it. Like both of them are great character guys. So like after the fact, like they, they laughed about it and it was a pretty good story. But, um, yeah, man, there's, there's some, some interesting shit to say the least that happens in that league. I mean, half the teams fold every other year and like yet the, the entire roster is turned over. Like it seems like it's just constantly in and out of players, in and outs of teams or relocating. Like, like there was uh, Bloomington was supposed to be a new team. Wasn't there supposed to be two new teams as well for this year or no? Yeah, there's supposed to be Bloomington is supposed to be one, and then uh, Bingington is is it? Yeah, Bingington, where the A team yeah. used to be, they're one now. The Bingington Black Bears, and they are a team. I don't know whatever happened with the other one. Um, I think another funny, crazy thing that I think a lot of people probably don't know about the Fed. I don't know if it's still this way, but like a year ago, two years ago, when I was there, um, it was this way. You could buy you can buy teams out of home games. What? So like. I don't know how, how legit it was, but yeah, you were like, there was uh, like Battle Creek, the team that didn't win a single game. Teams didn't want to have to travel there and they didn't get any fans at their games anyways. So teams would buy them out of their home games so they don't have to go to Battle Creek to shit on a team 10 nothing for two nights in a row. But then they're still getting like concessions and stuff like that from having, you know, a home game like in their park. So so hold on for a sec. Hold on for a sec. So the, the Battle Creek Rumblebees hold the record for the worst record in all of pro hockey. What did they go? One in 55 or whatever it was. And they decided to just pull the shoot and say, you know what? We'll probably make more money by making the other team pay us out to not show up tonight than if we actually held a game and had 15 people in the rink for dress like a seat night. This is true? Confirmed? Uh, confirmed. <laughs> oh, Basically, man. yeah. You, you know... This is exactly why the Fed gets the label that it does. Like, it's kind of crazy because, like, when you go from the Fed to the SB, it's such a jump, like, both in like in the level of play, but also, like, just the way, like, that it's an actual professional hockey league, not, you know, some dirtbag at the top trying to make a bunch of money, trying to, you know, cut corners every way they possibly can. Like, I don't know if, first off, do you ever remember the first time we met or no? Um, I don't, I don't think. No? Okay. Uh, five years ago, almost well, four years ago, almost five years ago, it was at Adrian College when I did my recruiting tour. I remember uh, Justin Goldman, Goalie Guild, made a post about you one day. This is like towards February or whatever. And I remember seeing your face on his Instagram, and I saw you literally like, the next day in the gymnasium, like the big gym at uh, Adrian College. And uh, I walked up, was like, oh, hey, DK, iced, nothing. No way. Yeah, you may not have heard me. I'm assuming you didn't hear me because there was a lot of people in the gym. But uh, that was our first and only interaction to date in person. 
Damn, man. Well, I promise you, if, if I would have heard you, I wouldn't have advised you. I wasn't that kind of a guy. And I was a backup in college. I was like the Alex Moran of AC. So, like, I didn't have an ego. I promise you that. <laughs> and there wasn't You know what? When uh, So, I think this one may take the taco for, for some Fed stories. Like, when I was in the Fed for like a very short period of time, so I, I signed a play uh, with Columbus, like the River Dragons, like their first year in the league, right? Um, you know, Krupe, one of the one of the guys who's playing for the Carolina Thunderbirds. I met him uh, at the Birmingham Bulls SP free agent camp, and uh, he's sitting beside me uh, in the camp. And I'm getting these like kind of like narc vibes. I'm like, what is wrong with this guy? This guy's asking me questions that, like a coach or a GM would be asking me. You know what I mean? Like, like he gives you that off vibe. And uh, at the end of the camp, he's like, hey man, would you like to come uh, try out for our team for uh, Columbus and the Fed? I'm like, yeah, sure. I mean, it's always a good backup plan. So anyway. Uh, things fall through at university. I'm like, okay, I'll sign. So I sign in, in, uh, in the Fed with Columbus, go down there, whatnot. And I'm not kidding you. They give us coupons, like vouchers for free meals every day at Pizza Hut. Our lunches were at Pizza Hut every day. All you can eat pizza buffet, get cheese, pizza, pepperoni, meat lovers, unlimited bottomless Caesar salad, the cinnamon breadsticks. You ever had those? Those were bottomless as well. The pasta. That was lunch. Dinner at the Golden Corral. And for those listening from Canada, you may not know what Golden Corral is because they've kind of gone out of business for reasons that I'll explain to you in a second. So the Golden Corral is a buffet, right, in the U.S. And and DK, would you agree that the Golden Corral is like the McDonald's of buffets in the States? Like down and dirty, like the absolute greasiest food you can get. Like we're talking fried everything, cornbread, fried collard greens, fried vegetables. If you can fry it, they're doing it. There's a couple steaks there's like some rotten veggies in the salad or in the salad bar because nobody's touching them, but that's the Golden Corral. And that was our dinner every single night. So Pizza Hut for lunch, play or skate in the afternoons, Golden Corral for dinner. And you bet the dessert trays, the dessert tables and the ice cream bars were just loaded with guys every time we go. If you're playing in the Fed, if you are like me, you're going to Pizza Hut and the Golden Corral every night for team dinner, you're going to need a great pair of underwear, which is why we have the amazing folks at Sheath Underwear that are the first sponsor for today's podcast. Now, unfortunately, Pat isn't here. And DK, I don't know if you've seen or not, but Pat likes to pose naked a lot for a lot of his Instagram pictures. Just in the underwear, he's always shirtless, which is why these ads work. Unfortunately, I have a milk bag body, so I can't really do that. But I can tell you about the amazing underwear sheet. Throw a timer on the clock because my dad called me last week and said, son, the ads were way too long. We're going to keep them shorter this week. Your ball sticks to your leg. Everything sticks to your leg, even in normal underwear. It just gets caught up. It's uncomfortable. With the folks at Sheet, they have cooling technology to kind of aerate everything. They have different pouches to kind of compartmentalize everything so everything's segregated and it's not sticking to your side of your leg. It's keeping you cool throughout the summer, throughout the winter. It's temperature regulated and it's comfortable. And most importantly, it's durable. A lot of people, you know, they question, I'm going to get a pair of underwear. Like, why would I be spending the money that I am on a pair of underwear? Well, it's going to last. It's going to give you quality. You don't have to make a sacrifice like DK. Guy's going into Costco commando. We don't need any of that. We need the guy to be comfortable performing at his best at Costco, at the Pizza Hut when he's having his pregame meal, and this season for the Making Mayhem. And folks at Sheath Underwear are there to help you every step of the way. You're going to go to sheathunderwear.com. There's a link in the video description on the video version, and there's also a link in the video notes, the podcast notes for the audio version. Sheathunderwear.com. Promo code is biscuit sixty nine. That's right, Biscuit69. You'll be doing a lot of those when you get a pair of these on, my friends. And as always, thanks to the amazing folks at Sheath for sponsoring the podcast and uh, keeping the lights on because without Pat, this is a very tight ship to run, tough ship to run, and uh, we're just happy to have Sheath on board. So thanks to uh, Robert and the folks at Sheath for making it happen. Yeah, if you're watching the video version, again, folks, you got to watch the video version. DK's doing the money dance. 
because this man loves money. Got you. Who doesn't, man? Ticket. Absolutely, man. Money makes the world go around. Like, um, question for you. Speaking of, of money, this is a good little transition topic. So a lot of people don't know. I guess you and I both know. The money that you make, I guess, over here where I am, where you're making nothing, or if you're playing on the Fed where you're making just a couple pennies above nothing, or the SP where you're making a couple bucks more, you've started up your own business, DK Mobility, the mobility guy, the mobility guy on Instagram. Like, where? how did you go from just being a goalie who's just, you know, doing his thing, you know, just playing NCAA hockey, trying to play minor pro, to I'm going to start up an Instagram page and I'm going to, you know, try to help people and I'm going to try to add mobility to people's games. How did how did you come about that? So honestly, man, uh, what, what it took was I got cut. <laughs> to be really? straight with you. Um, yeah, so going into my second year of pro, well, I went to, I'll backtrack a little bit. In school, I went to school for exercise science, kinesiology, um, had a business minor. Um, so I knew that's something that I wanted to go into. I wanted to go into training. I wasn't quite sure what I was going to do, if I was going to, you know, just try to be a trainer somewhere. Or, or kind of, my, my focus was all on playing pro hockey. So I hadn't really, you know, I got the degree. So I'm like, all right, I'm, whenever I'm ready to take that step, like I got whatever I need. Um, but I hadn't really thought about doing anything with it yet. First year pro, I really just focused on hockey and going into year two, I was kind of doing the same thing. Um, thought I had a home in Evansville and, uh, just didn't work out. Wasn't the right fit. So kind of caught me by surprise there. And, um, I was driving home that night when I got released and, uh, was thinking about something my coach in Fayetteville had said to us as a group, uh, before a game once. And, and that was, um, you never know when you're going to play your last pro hockey game. You know, very few guys are fortunate enough to go out on their own terms, right? To be like, okay, I'm done. I'm retiring. I'm stepping away. Like, very few guys actually retire. Most guys retire when they can't get a job anymore, right? So, for me, like, that kind of felt like, fuck. Like, that. I may have played my last pro hockey game. Like, I don't know. But you're still in the in the SP, though. Like, you have the option to go down to the Fed at this point in time, no? Correct. Correct. Yeah, I did. And, uh, I hadn't talked to any SP or fed teams at that point. Um, it had only been like a day since I had been released when I started driving home. So all that stuff was still developing, but, um, you know, at that point in time, I, I didn't want to step down and go to the fed. Um, I was an all-star nominee as a rookie the year before in the SP and, and felt like, you know, I, like I played 36 of 56 games my first year pro in, in the SP and had a call to Adirondack and the coast for a month. So, I just, I, I felt like, you know, I was above that. Um, and, and, you know, at that point in time, wasn't really thinking about it. Um, so I kind of was like, okay, like if hockey's over for you, like you kind of got to get something going. You, you need something that you can, you know, survive off of. And in doing so, it's just going to help hockey do that much more fun rather than being like, oh crap, that's like 250 bucks a week that I'm making is like, all I have to live off of like that just adds so much stress to get to the next level to try and make 500 bucks a week. And like, it's just like, you're not, at the end of the day, you're playing hockey cause you love it. And yeah, we all want that big paycheck, but it takes time. And if all you're thinking about is trying to get that big paycheck, you're probably not going to play your best because you're, all you're doing is stressing. Um, so that's when I was like, all right, it's time to like do something. And, uh, I was listening to a podcast kind of about like high performance habits and there's a quote in there from Andy Warhol that said don't think about making art um don't think about making art 
just make art and put it out there. And while people are deciding if it's good or not, make more art. So I was like, fuck it. All right. Make an Instagram page. Boom. So like, that's kind of what sparked the Instagram page. Just start posting mobility content. You know, I, I, I like the personal training side of things too, but as far as, you know, my passion is goaltending. So, okay. What's something that I can really help a goalie with and what's something that's going to make me different on Instagram. And there's not really a whole lot of mobility, you know, goalie specialists out there. So I was like, boom, that's awesome. Like, that's exactly what I want to do. Um, and if I could for a second, I think where you slot in the best is that, that there are goalie mobility, like goalie training people out there, but there's nobody that does it at, at a level that's relatable and actually helpful. Like, I, I feel like the, the people that are doing it online do it in a selfish way. Like, they make it about themselves or it's, it, it's trying to grow a brand as opposed to, like, actually helping people. Like, people don't understand that, if you want to create stuff online, whether you want to make Instagram content, if you want to be a TikTok or you want to make YouTube vlogs or whatever, like you have to give people something. People aren't just going to come because you asked them to. You have to give them something and they decide, like you said, is it worth their time? Are you actually providing me any value to stick around? Right. hundred percent. And yeah, people, especially nowadays with just the way the world is, people aren't going to spend their hard earned money on you or they're, they're, no one's willing to just kind of like, Oh, this kid, like, sure take take some of my money let's see if this is decent like let's see if this works like you almost yeah like you said you need to give them something in my, in my area of things i need to give them something that is going to make the, their body feel better right away for free that they're like oh shit this stuff this stuff does work my body is feeling better from this stuff that i got from dk and i want to take it a step further now sort of deal so um, that's kind of how the Instagram page and everything started. Like I knew nothing about being like a content creator and, and hack most of the time, even today, I still feel like I know nothing. Um, so, um, I just started posting stuff and like watching your stuff and like just learning how to make like little ads and Instagram stories and like make your posts look cool and like visually appealing. And, uh, and just, I, it's, it's been a lot of fun, like learning how to, how to do that stuff, um, you know, over the years. I got, I got to say, dude, and, and not to fanboy too much, like, I, I like to think I keep tabs on everybody in the hockey and the goalie community. Like, I want to see what's popping. I want to see what's what's hot. I want to see what people are interested in because things change, right? Like, I, I've been doing this on social media for, you know, almost 10 years now of just, like, posting stuff online, and, and you have to adapt over time. And there's a lot of people that make stuff that I think is very selfish-related content. When And when I came across your stuff, I thought, wow, like, this is... Like, this is some awesome stuff that's really going to help some goalies. Like, there's there's nothing out there. It's just no bullshit, straight to the point. Listen, we all, we all have hip issues, right? We all have knee issues. Like, I'm, I'm a literal walking crutch. Like, I got issues left and right. I'm barely pieced together on most days today included. And to have somebody who's posting stuff for free is game-changing. Like, the uh, there, there's a couple mobility exercises that you posted. I've actually put in the, to my routine, like, the, uh, the, the ankle rotators kind of on the block. I got that one in my routine. And then you, you did one where... You tied a band um, to kind of like tie it around your foot and kind of do like a quad stretch. Like you're, you're having um, like the band around your foot kind of like this and you're, you're pulling it back to kind of like fix some quad issues. That was game changing as well. So like, like you gave some stuff for free that has been game changing to me. I, I bought in and I was like, you know, I'm going to follow this guy. Hell, we'll have him on the podcast to talk about this stuff. Like there's not enough of that, of people truly delivering value in this world right now and in this community especially. Absolutely, man. And I mean, at the end of the day, I think something that helps me be a little bit more generous and organic with that stuff is I don't really know how to sell ads. Like I see these people who really have like really good captions of like sucking you in. It almost feels like you're reading a book, right? And you're like, oh, I got to keep reading. Like, 
you know, what's at the end of this tunnel. And I'm, I just don't know how to do that. So I'm like, all right, well, you know, just be me, be myself. Hey, this is something that's going to help you. This is what I can do. This is what it's working on. This is what you should feel. And yeah, let me know. And if, if you like it and you really want to take things a step further and like actually have a program, then yeah, hit me up and I'd happy, I'd be happy to like put you in something. But, um, you know, it's just like, it's just like a workout program, you know, just going to the gym every day and just working out, like, will you see benefits from doing that? hundred percent. But are you going to see as much benefit from it as someone who is doing that, but following a legit program? Um, something that is prescribed to you every day and works kind of in a periodized periodization, um, you know, schedule over a four, six, eight, 12 week period. Um, no, the answer is no. That person's probably going to get more out of it than someone who's just kind of showing up every day doing random stuff. But um, regardless, it's all good. Um, and I think for the sake of social media, like I, I talk to only goalies. Um, but it's for coaches and parents too, man. And I, that's something I'm still working on trying to maybe try and help more of. Um, it's awesome that I'm starting to help more and more of the goalie world. But, you know, I know there's goalie coaches out there who have played years and years of goalie who whose hips, knees and ankles are still beat to shit too. So like, you know, even if you're not playing goalie anymore, like it's, or not, you know, never played goalie, maybe you're just a parent, like, it's good for, for anybody, um, you know, to do and just take care of their body. But Absolutely. And, dude, let me tell you, when you're reading that Instagram caption, you're trying to get to the end of the tunnel, that's when you go to the folks at manscaped.com. Our next sponsor, let's talk about it. So whether you're playing in the Fed, you're playing in the SP, everybody's looking to have a good time, especially in the weekends, right? You want to go out to the bar, you want to go out to the club, you want to have a good time. But you can't have a good time after if you're not performing at your best, both on and off the ice. I'm looking at you fellows on the video version. If you're listening to the audio version, I'm in your speakers, I'm in your car stereo, and I'm talking to you. And you're going to listen because listen up, folks. The folks at Manscaped.com are going to take care of that. They're going to help you get rid of all that nasty body hair. They're going to get you light in your feet. They're going to get you confident. And they're going to do this ad in less than five minutes like I did last week and pissing off my dad. So you're going to go to Manscaped.com. Manscaped.com, the biscuit promo code, B-I-Z. KIT, you're gonna get 20% off. DK, the mobility guy, this guy's so flexible. He's gonna go down from where are you at? Macon Mayhem, Macon, Georgia, correct, brother? Yes, sir. He's gonna go down from Macon. He's gonna head on down to San Diego and he's gonna ship your order, send it out the front door at Manscaped, signed, sealed, and delivered the seal of approval from DK himself, and he's gonna get you taken care of with the best. Folks at Manscaped, the performance package is the way to go. We'll get you the weed whacker. Take care of those nose hairs, those ear hairs. I know my dad has a lot of those, and maybe you do too. Maybe you're not a hairy guy. Maybe you're like Pat, who looks like a orangutan and is not on the show today. You can shave all that stuff. You get the travel bag. The travel bag, I got it right here. Take this on the road with you. You look good. You feel good, and it's comfortable, and it's nice. It's leather. DK, you seeing this? This is leather, man. This is the real McCoy right here, my friend. You get a travel mat, a bath mat. You get the ball chafing cream that's going to stop everything from sticking together again to kind of benefit that sheath underwear, kind of give everybody the best chance they have to have a good performance tonight. And more importantly, you're going to get the trim guards. You get a number one, two, three, four, whatever length you're into. You want that 70s look. You want that fresh clean down to the wood. Got you covered. Manscaped.com. Promo code is Biscuit. Thanks to Dom. Thanks to all the amazing folks at Manscaped for sponsoring the podcast and keeping us afloat. As always, we are done the ads for this podcast. Let's carry on. DK. Let's talk about something, brother. All right, man. What are you thinking? So I'm thinking we we had a bunch of stuff penciled in to talk about uh, before the podcast. I wanted to get into your uh, little taco fiasco that uh, you had penciled in. 
Yeah, man. All right. So here in Macon, they take really good care of us. Um, there's a few restaurants around town here that give us discounts. So like there's a couple spots that we'll, we get like 50% off whenever we go in there. Um, and there's this taco joint. Um, there's a, there's a, I think it's a division one college. Um, it's Mercer university. It's right here in Macon. Um, and there's this Mexican place called Margaritas. It's kind of, it's like right on campus. Um, it's actually like walking distance from my house. Um, and the boys have been going there for lunch pretty regularly. We get 50% off there. Um, cool. They've got like a list of like, I want to say maybe a dozen different tacos. And uh, yeah, man, I've just been ripping up this list of tacos I had. Um, soft or hard? Are they soft or are they hard tacos? You can get either. I'm a soft corn shell guy. Okay, okay good. good. Good, 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 good. Carry on. So my last, uh, my last um, GP, we'll call it a game. My last game, uh, three three tacos all went right down the gullet. Um, two were shrimp. Both were very tasty. One was a mahi-mahi taco. Um, that was probably my favorite. That's probably my favorite so far. I had a steak and like bacon one um, two games ago, and it was pretty good. But I was, I'm definitely feeling the shrimp and the mahi-mahi so far. Yeah. No, that's fifty percent off. That, you said there was a bar in there as well, or no? Yeah, so it's uh, it's like yeah, bar restaurant. So yeah, you can get margaritas. They got giant margaritas there, probably like huge, and that's about how big like their biggest margaritas. Very good size, frozen or uh, on ice. And so the boys are chowing down after games. That's the watering hole post game, fifty percent off. Ooh, no post game. We get fed at the rink usually after games. Okay, what are you guys getting fed? You guys got a team chef whole set up there? <laughs> no, not a team chef here, man. Uh, usually it's um, – actually, in Macon, it's pretty cool. So um, Macon's probably one of the better spots, I'd have to say, to have a post-game meal. Um, and, and the spaghetti, it's – so the Booster Club, um, it, it's pretty much like a potluck. Like the, the Booster Club, they all bring like a dish to pass, and they feed both teams. So after the game, it's like kind of like a full buffet, like potluck style um, of a bunch of home cooking. So, but it's, it's Southern home cooking. So you're definitely getting some cows in there replenishing the body after a hard game. Do you guys have like a lot of fans, like local fans? Cause I know you're in Georgia, like in the South, they, they love, um, I'm going to say a style of food that you wouldn't see in a lot of other places. Like you guys get a lot of fans bringing in food, like, like for the fellas, like a lot of, of stuff like that. Um, nothing too, too odd. No. Um, I'd say, um, like, like cornbread's obviously big here in the South, right? So like there'll be cornbread there. Um, but it's, there's like some Southern comfort food, like buff chicken dip, stuff like that. Um, there's someone always brings some homemade rolls that are really good. Um, someone brought shepherd's pie. I feel like that's probably a little Southern. Um, someone brought shepherd's pie last week. So, um, but for the most part, they'll ask kind of like what guys want to eat after the game, like meals, what their favorite post-game meals are. And, and they usually stick to that. Um, they do a, here in Macon, they do a really good job taking care of us as far as, you know, post-game meals and, and stuff like that. But uh, it's pretty cool because no, no, nowhere else in this league, you know, does anything like that where it's, you know, potluck style. And um, it's, it's kind of cool to have some home, home cooking. Mm-hmm. And so – as far as the other teams go, because you've played on three SP teams, correct? Oh, I've played on. Let's see, 
Fayetteville, um, Peoria. I was in Evansville for camp. And then, um, yeah, Macon. So four teams. So the other three teams, nobody takes care of you the same way that um, uh, Macon does as far as like food and making sure everybody's fed or everybody's set up. Yes and no. Uh, like other, like the other places, uh, most teams have have uh, you know restaurants and stuff around town that that give discounts to the boys. Um, you know, Peoria we had that. Um, Fayetteville we had that. Um, but we've got. I just think here in Macon we've got a pretty good list. Like Trop Smoothie, fifty percent off. Texas Roadhouse, fifty percent off. Um, you know, Margarita is fifty percent off. I think we're working on a coffee shop and a and a barber shop. So like some pretty pretty cool um hookups here in Macon that you know guys are going to use and like want to use often um every team provides a post-game meal for the home and the and away team after game um but I would have to say yeah Macon provides the best post-game meal of any team in the SP barbershop too so the fellows are being taken care of they're looking good on and off the ice eh? oh yeah as, as best we can you know some of us some of us have better looks than others <laughs> So we all oh, can't look like Pat Shea, man. Like, let's let's be honest. Hundred percent, guy's um, beautiful. Oh, to, on a ser- like a serious note, like for those that don't watch the video version, you are missing a gem when you get to stare at Pat for like sixty minutes, like fifty to sixty minutes every week, every Thursday. It is <laughs> like like we we talk about this all the time. Like him and I, like we go back and forth, like with a bunch of different ideas for like social media and whatnot. Because obviously, like. My my thing is YouTube. Like YouTube is how I, I built uh, the following that I have and brought it over to the podcast. And Pat, you know, same thing. So we're always bouncing ideas off. Like, do you think this is a good idea? What do you think about this? What are this trend? Have you seen this guy on YouTube? This guy on Instagram? Like, we we bounce all this kind of stuff off each other. And, and I, I I think I mentioned to him mentioned this to him a while ago. It was just like, as a male, you really have to like work for your following, right? Like, you you can't get a buy on on good looks alone. Like even Pat can't get a buy on good looks alone. Like you have to actually like provide. If I was like a really skinny blonde female, I like to think that like my career would be set. Like just like making workout programs, selling t-shirts, supplements, all that kind of stuff. A couple selfies, actually a lot of selfies, and just being set for life like uh, Michaela Demeter. Yeah, you'd probably be retired already. Oh, dude, early retirement like three years ago. But I, I then again, like a female version of me, I don't know if that's a an attractive package to the online world. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, maybe there's a like a doodle artist or something that watches the pod that can maybe sketch something out for us. <sighs> it's tough going around here, man. We we got to work for our following. Um, have you ever seen any of the uh, the TikToks that she posts? I find they're kind of interesting. I haven't actually, man. I don't go on TikTok too often, but when I do, I'll, I'll get hemmed in. But it's honestly a lot of cat videos, a lot of like like random <laughs> shit, like cat videos, skateboarding videos, like rap freestyles. Um, different stuff like that yeah tiktok's random yeah dude like my my mom my woman like we're, we're all crazy cat people too so like we're sending crazy cat videos like you know cats like climbing walls and climbing shower curtains breaking stuff all that kind of i might have to put you in the group chat for crazy cat videos and see if you uh like the stuff that i come across there was one i found the other day of like a cat in like a kleenex box and they dressed the box up like a ship and they like painted the floor like an ocean. So like the cat was sailing. It looked really realistic. It was kind of funny. It was kind of cute. That's jokes. Yeah, dude. But yeah, you're a big cat guy, and I, I've seen your cat a lot in uh, like your office in your, in your studio. Like for anybody who hasn't seen it, so in DK's home, Traverse City, right? Traverse City, Michigan. Beautiful town. Beautiful city. Been there once or twice. Um, 
amazing setup in, uh, I'm assuming the base, whenever you have all the tiles, you have the locker room set up, you have the amazing art of yourself. I, I know some people probably see that and say it's a little bit self-centered. I like it. I think it looks really good and adds like a, just a nice personal touch to it, but easily the best office in all of goalie creating social media. I've actually told my woman a couple of times, I want to have an office when I come back this season and I want it to look something like what you have uh, set up. Nice, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. I, uh, I haven't actually had too many people rip me for all the like, uh, yeah, like the self posters, but um, pictures of yourself, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I figured okay, like it's gonna be my mobility lounge, like this is where I'm gonna shoot all all my stuff. Um, I'd love to now that I've got you know some a bunch of a handful, not a bunch, but a handful of you know big names that I work with. I would love to to get some you know big blown up posters of them and hang that stuff in there. That'd be cool. But, uh, um, yeah, honestly, when I was kind of making that, I didn't really have anyone else worth putting on the wall other than myself. So (laughs) 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 had to, had to start somewhere, man. Um, but uh, this guy's a pretty good client of mine. Yeah. It's actually in my garage. Um, so it's in my garage and, uh, yeah, dude, it's really like over the last like year and a half, it's really just like blown up into, um, I, I started with, I had like one little mat, um on the floor and like i think a goalie helmet and my pad sitting out there like for like a background <laughs> and now it's like full-blown like looks like a studio so um like a, like a legit studio like the locker room like the locker room stall the gears all set up chesty pants pads everything the pictures of yourself i was telling my woman that instead of the pictures of myself i want like a life-size cardboard cutout instead i thought that would be like a really good substitute so when somebody walks in the room they just see like cut out of you that's cool. Yeah, I do like that. That's good stuff. Yeah. But, dude, you've got to be, like, the biggest gear guy I know. Like, I've never seen somebody in and out of gear as often as you. Every week in the offseason, DK's got to post. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a true guy. I got new true gear. Uh, really excited to be using it a week later. Yeah, so I'm selling it, uh, to, you know, twenty two ninety nine or best offer gets it. I'm looking to dump it as quick as possible. Yeah, man. Uh, dude, the last couple summers, I've... I actually a lot probably the last three summers. Yeah, dude. I just I I love testing gear. Um, you know, I feel uh like I didn't I didn't get to test a whole lot of stuff. Like I didn't start playing goalie till I was fourteen. So like missed out on all the sweet, like older gear. And then like in college I had to wear Bauer and then I got to wear Vaughn my last two years. But my first uh my first two years I was supposed to wear supposed to wear Bowers um and then kind of just stuck with CCM my first two years of pro and then coming out of that like I really wanted to try the new Bauer stuff um so tested a bunch of that stuff um ended up wearing ultrasonics two years ago now or no last year um and then yeah this year felt good I liked it but I just don't like the s-shape um, and I don't like the 590 break. Um, it's a, the, the hyperlight gloves. Great. It feels so good on my hand, but for whatever reason, I just don't catch bucks with it. Um, and then, um, I sold my, I sold the set that I was, I used all, all last season and had some like CCM access demos that I was rocking for a minute. And those were, weren't actually bad, but, um, definitely, you know, didn't like them more than the Bowers I had. And then, obviously true came out and like everyone wants to test that stuff. So was able to get my hands on a set of those and tried those out and they felt good, man. Like they're not a bad pad, but um, I just felt like I had rotation issues with them. 
Um, like, you know, it wasn't selling the ice great for me. And again, I didn't like the 590 break. I couldn't catch a puck with it. So, um, finally just said, screw it. Like quit trying a bunch of shit and, uh, went back. Like I'm just wearing my all white ultrasonics now, but, um, had that, had that like hyperlight, um, those pro returns, those red ones, uh, Kevin Mandalay's, those were good. Those were sharp, dude. They were sharp. They're just a little bit short. I think I'm between like, I'm between sizes when it comes to Bauer. Like I think if, if, in a perfect world, I'd be like right between a large and an XL. Like an XL yeah. feels a little bit tall, but the, the large was definitely short. So you're in an XL right now or you're in a large right now? I'm in an XL. Okay. You know, I, I find it funny. You're, you're just saying like two minutes ago, like, ah, you know, I, did, I get to try as much as I would have liked. I would like to try another set or two, you know, a couple more. You literally just listed off every line of 2021 that you got to try over the summer. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I've definitely made up for my lack of opportunity to try stuff in, in school and whatnot <laughs> since being yeah. pro. Dude, I, I was talking to, um, so I'll, I'll leave names out just because I don't want to alienate anybody yet. Um, you know, emphasis on the yet. Um, talking to a bunch of guys who like are like big Bauer advocates, like, like, and we're talking like legit pros, like guys playing in the American League, KHL, SHL, whatnot. A bunch of guys were telling me, hey, like, if you ever need anything Bauer, go through this rep. This guy is, like, the man for pro reps. <coughs> Sorry. And uh, so I, I hit this one pro rep up, and I was like, dude, like, I really don't want to wear the true gear that I have. And I, and I have to be very careful what I say about true because I, I ended up being forced to kind of sign a deal uh, not talking about true over the summer. So I'll, I'll kind of leave it at that. But... Um, so I'm, I'm talking this rep. I'm looking to get into like a 580, right? Like I've, I've been using the 580. I love this glove. This glove is amazing. Um, is there any way we can do something about that? He's like, well, let me look into it. Let me see what we can do. And so the pro rep for this company is like, listen, we're going to make a couple samples. We're gonna make three samples. Uh, one is going to be for you. It's going to be a full right 580, just all white blank as you know, stock as it goes, but with that 580 break. And apparently knock on wood. I'm going to have it before Christmas time as a sample. I, I hope the guy pulls through, but dude, I'm so, you have no idea how stoked I am for this glove. Not even gear, just the glove. Yeah, man. 580 break is great. And I think that's why I like my ultrasonic stuff because I hate a, a CCM 600. I don't like, it just doesn't feel good on my hand. Um, but technically I think the ultrasonic's a 600, but I think I break it in kind of overlappy. So it feels mm-hmm. more like a 580. Yeah, like, like a lot of companies, they'll talk like, you know, this is a 90 degree, this is a 60 degree, it's a 45 degree glove, but like they all, they, they all break different from that standard 600, that stock 580, 590, it's all, you know what I mean, or you just, you get Brian's who's like, we don't even make that, we make our own gloves. Right, I think CCM probably does it the best as far as making it so people understand, like having it just be, they've got their three options. You can very clearly tell, you know, just by looking at like the shape of the glove, kind of which glove is which for the most part. Like if you see a 580, like on someone's hand, you can tell it's 580. If you see yeah. a 590, like for the most part, you can kind of recognize that it's 590. Yeah, dude, I, I guess the, you and I are seasoned vets. I don't understand how, like how people don't see it. You know, like, like my eyes are trained. Like when I see glove, I immediately think, 580, 590, 600. That's a 90 degree glove. You know what I mean? Like the second you see it just like that, I know. Because um, like I've, I've seen a lot. And I'm, I mean, I'm pretty up there in age, right? Like as far as like, you know, seeing stuff for goalies. Um, but some guys that don't see it, it's like, dude, that is a 590 if I ever saw one. That is a 580, that's a 600 and whatnot. You know, like 
But I'm glad we're on the same page of uh, both being a part of the 580 gang. Like, the 580 is making a comeback, man. It's, it's taken over the goalie world, it feels like, the last uh, couple of years. It is, man. And you're starting to see some, like, guys in the show and stuff get cut. Or, or Bauer. Bauer's made a, a couple of guys. I've seen a couple guys get, um, like, in a couple of sets have, like, a custom 580. And uh, on a Bauer glove, it looks nasty. Looks yeah, nasty. dude. So if Jamie Bauer Phillips. ends up making that, like, an option, yeah, my boy, dude, Jamie Phillips. Freestyle. Yeah, dude. He, he he tells me all the time. He's like, Yo, I was the one who pioneered the 580. I was the reason Bauer made the 580. I'm, I'm pretty positive because Reimer tried Luongo's 580, one on a 580, and boom. Then they had Reimer, Phillips, and Colton Point all using it at the same time. But, um, like, uh, who, who else recently got it? Uh, Adam Werner in Calgary got one. Uh, Nick, Nicholas Rubin, the goalie for the Ferlunda Indians in the SHL, like, just down the road from, like, where, like, where I live. He's got one. Um, although I will say... There is another company this year coming out with a 580. I was told don't say which company, but I, but I, what I will say is that there is uh, in the spring supposed to be a 580 for this company, a legit 580. And I'm apparently, again, going to be seeing it in person on Sunday. This is what I was told. Unreal, man. So yeah, yeah. So I'll I'll tell you when we finish the podcast who it is. But uh, for the time being, I'm gonna have to keep that uh, off the podcast so I don't uh, get myself any trouble. Fair enough. So, but uh, anyway, dude, it was uh, it was awesome having you. It was an awesome conversation. Hopefully, we can bring you back sometime before the end of the season, kind of catch up and talk a little more, uh, you know, Fed SP horror stories and, and get Pat on too, because I feel like without Pat, this this really lacks, you know, all three of us talking about it. But unfortunately, he's uh, he's going through exactly that right now. You know, like I said, he was released by uh, by Worcester. He'll be back next week for the podcast. I hope, unless he gets released again. But uh, things are looking up for him. And uh, things are looking up for DK. If you haven't already, check him out on Instagram. DK, the mobility guy, guy is blowing up. He's getting so big, he's not even reply to my DMs anymore at this point. So hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll keep replying to those. But uh, we drop a new episode every Thursday, 8 a.m. Eastern, on YouTube. The video version, as you can see here, if you're watching on YouTube, or the audio version, Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, all those other weird platforms. DK, appreciate you coming on, brother, and uh, we'll chat soon. Huh? Thanks for having me, man. It was a blast. Beauty, what a podcast, eh? That was good, dude. Nice job.